The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome to the Thursday edition of Brutal Nation. I'm your illustrious host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the hairy maiden herself. Tammy, the Sasquatch Underwood. Say grr, Tamalicious. Hi, everybody. Oh, grr. So, grr, 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 she bear. Nobody can hear you. Grr, grr, grr. You want to know why? Because I'm a polar bear. I cannot say even the word polar bear. <laughs> We're not going polar bear. So for those of you out there who don't get the joke, this is a, a running thing between Tammy and I. And actually, I heard this from one of my bass players years and years ago named Terry. The joke goes like this. Polar bear walks into a bar, sits down, looks at the bartender, says, Bartender, I'll have a beer and a shot of whiskey. And the bartender says, okay, coming right up and serves him his drinks. says, just a quick question. Why the big paws? And he lifts up his paws and goes, because I'm a polar bear. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's fucking weirdo. Everybody loves that joke when they see it in real life. It's freaking hilarious. It is fucking funny because, I mean, yeah. All right. So today. <coughs> Sorry, I still got that cough, man. I know you do. It's My sinuses keep draining into my lungs and it sucks. Anyway. Talking about Pedro Rodriguez Filio. Okay. AKA Pedrano Matador. Matador. You like that? Yeah, it's a little roll off the tongue. Not really, but okay. Because my name is Deandro. You're so funny. Pedro Rodriguez Filio was born on July 17th of 1954 on the small farm in Santa Rita. Do Spiqueya. Okay. Brazil. Okay. His skull has been bruised, had been bruised due to his father kicking his pregnant mother in the belly wow. during a fight. So, before we go on, I was talking to the researcher about this, and as soon as she said that, I said, I understand why he's, why, why his impulse controls. Yeah. Because we've seen this, and I actually did a whole episode over Yeah, uh, the brain this. injury episode. Right. When you damage the, the frontal and or prefrontal cortex of the brain, that's what's responsible for your impulse controls. And I brought up Bobby Joe Long, for example, who had a normalish sex drive before his head injury and his motorcycle wreck. Right. And then immediately after that, when he had his motorcycle wreck and damaged the, the, both the frontal and prefrontal cortex of, the, of his brain, his sex drive went through the roof. Like, he went to masturbating like 10 times a day. It was something like that. It was like, or more. Right. And, and then fucking, having sex with yeah. his wife six, seven times a day and still wanting more. Yeah. I you mean, know? and made, him have, made his wife have sex with him two, three times a day. And, I thought yeah. it was more like six or something like that. Oh, it, it might it was, have been. It was, it was up a there. Lot. Oh, yeah. His, it also, was, yeah, his father lot. also abused him as a child. He is one of 15 kids. Oh, fuck. Do they not know how that happens? Y'all down there in fucking Brazil, I don't know if you know this, but fucking causes children. So either get birth control or quit fucking. Yeah. Pull out. That's all I'm saying. Pull out every once in a while. Ew. Yeah. He was described as a grumpy and easily angered child who created chaos and panic amongst the students and the teachers. That's like me. Yeah. 
His youngest brother was killed by robbers and his sister was raped by a friend uh, of his on perhaps more than one occasion. That's Pedro weird. claims he first felt the urge to kill at the age of 13 years old. He was in a fight with an older cousin and pushed him into a sugarcane press, almost killing him. It was around this time he dropped out of school. So he dropped out at 13 years old. So we know his education, top notch. Yeah. <laughs> and 19, top notch. In 1968, just before 69, at the age of 14, Pedro killed the deputy mayor of Santa Rita uh, de Sapiqueo. Wow. By shooting him in with his grandfather's shotgun. I shot the sheriff. But, but I, I did, did not kill the deputy. <laughs> he killed him for firing his father, who had been working at the school as a guard, for stealing food from the school's kitchen. Now, that goes into the impulse control. And this is what I was telling the researcher, is that let's put ourselves in that same situation. Our, our fathers got fired because they were stealing food to feed us. And on the surface, we're like, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm okay. going to just fuck this guy up. However, our impulse control from our frontal and prefrontal cortex kicks in and goes, hey, look, I know you want to kill him, but right. it's not a good idea. Let's figure out another way to deal with this. But without that impulse control, because that's a very reactionary thing right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no little voice or anything that's going to say, mm, I, I, I see where you're going with it. I like that, but we can't do it. Right. It's not okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's not okay to kill this dude because you're going to get like totally fucked up. Yeah. Um, firing his dad, stealing food from the school. Okay, a month later, he killed the guard at the school, which he suspected was the actual thief. Pedro hid in, oh boy, I'm going to try this one, Mogi das Cruzes Greater Sopolo, where okay. he began a career of robbing drug dens and killing human traffickers. You know what? I don't fault this guy. Yeah, not really. No, he's, he's killing human traffickers already. This guy's the hero of my story. It wasn't long before he met Maria uh, Apacita. Olympia. Yeah, say that again. Apacita. Olympia. They quickly moved in together and became engaged. Pedro continued killing rivals, including three former cohorts. Maria became pregnant. Okay. But was brutally murdered by a rival gang leader soon after. Wow. Well, Pedro managed to escape. In revenge for her and their unborn child's death, Pedro went looking for information on who had committed the crime. He tortured and killed multiple people in pursuit of vengeance. Okay. So Pedro learned the gang leader responsible and had organized uh, a wedding for a friend. Okay. Or he had. This gang leader had uh, organized a wedding for a friend. Pedro and some friends cr crashed the wedding, murdered seven people, including the rival gang leader, and injured 16 others. Wow. So months later, Pedro discovered that the boyfriend of his favorite cousin had impregnated her, then refused to marry her. Okay. He fatally shot him in his revenge. Okay. Blew him away. Like, you ain't going to marry her. You got her knocked up. All right, pendejo. You're dead. Okay. Yeah. 
the baby's gonna live without a father. He's gonna live without a father. Guess what? They 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 ain't no child support here, baby daddy. Right. You're taking the dirt nap. Sorry, I had to light a cigarette. Yeah, I can tell. I heard that. In the majority of cases, Pedro targeted various criminals by looking up their name and addresses after hearing of a crime being occurred. That okay. had occurred, right? He preferred torturing, stabbing, or hacking them to death with blades. Okay. <clears throat> he would occasionally adapt his MO to uh, those used by his, by his target in their own crimes. Many okay. of these deaths were motivated by anger versus thrill. So he's just pissed off. He's like, I'm going to fuck a motherfucker up. Yeah. I'm going to fuck that bitch up. Pedro does, however, state he did get a thrill out of killing other criminals. On May 24th of 73, Pedro was arrested for the first time. He was 18 years old and would live most of his adult life in prison at Seo Palo. Okay. Police kept the location of his imprisonment a secret. According to police records, after he was arrested, Pedro was being transported with two other prisoners, one of which was a known serial rapist. Pedro had murdered him without the officers even noticing. And imagine their surprise when they opened up the transport door and the prisoners, the, that prisoner was dead. No shit. Pedro told him he did it because the man was a rapist. Oh, okay. You know what? So far, I like this guy. Yeah, kind of. Uh, this, this, this is a happy story. Happy, happy, joy, joy. While in prison, Pedro discovered his father was in prison for murdering and dismembering his mother with a machete. His father had been, had been told his mother had been unfaithful. Pedro insists that this was a lie. His mother was the holiest of women. Pedro's, oh, okay. Pedro's father, fam, father's family never liked his mother. Allegedly, his father received a bonus at work, and it was, uh, Christmas, it was around Christmas time, and he went to visit his family. Uh it was his side. It was his side of the family which lied about Pedro's mother. Okay. His father then came home with the intention of killing them all. His wow. brothers, yeah, his brothers escaped their father with the help of the neighbors. <clears throat> the family which lied, where which lied, uh, where were also the ones to inherit the bonus and all of his father's possessions. He also believes his father was afraid of him. And okay. that's why uh waited until Pedro he waited until Pedro was in prison to kill his mama. Okay. Still not a good idea. You don't fuck with Pedro. I don't you know what? I'm afraid of Pedro and I'm not even living near him. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm kind of afraid of him too. And I'm not even a rapist or anything. Yeah. Pedro found a way to his father's cell for a little visit and stabbed him twenty two times carved his heart out and took a bite before throwing it away. Oh my, ooh. All without speaking a word to him. Oh. Didn't even mumble a fucking word like, hello, father, or hola, hola, papito. Nothing like that. He looked at him and said, mm, ain't no words, motherfucker. You're dead. Yeah, no, no, no. We're going to have a Pedro kind of party. Yeah. So the judge didn't allow Pedro to attend his mother fu- mother's funeral since it was held close by. Okay. While in prison, 
Pedro would also attempt to kill convicted serial killer and bank robber. Oh, I can't do this one. Hang on. I'll get over there. I, I went out of something because I'm doing... Juano um, Asito de la Costa. Where? Oh, yeah. That's close enough. And murder a bank robber, Josemeni Romanos. Josemeni, really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Why? Why does my researcher do this shit? <laughs> oh, he's going to make it oh. through some of these, but if he's going to come oh. to Josemeni, he's just going to lose his mind. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing for all of our markets. If you're naming your kids hose many, you have issues. You need some Jesus, Buddha, something. Go yeah. to church because that's messed up. Don't get hose many. That's hilarious. During a riot which left four inmates dead, Pedro was believed to have killed convicted serial killer, rapist, and cannibal wow. Francisco de la Asis Perez. Per- Asis. Um, I just had it. Pereira. Pereira? Is it Pereira? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it would be Pereira. Yeah. But later it was revealed he had survived. Francisco was moved to a mental hospital, by the way. Oh, wow. He did survive, but Pedro fucked him up. In regards to Francisco, Pedro stated, I don't even like to talk about that devil. He only killed innocent people. Poor women. See? You know what? Okay. I'm. This guy here gets a heart award. And let me tell you why. We deal with so many pricks that don't care about women, that don't care about anybody else, that are serial rapists, serial killers. This guy here is a serial killer. Oh, yeah. And he's dangerous. Yeah. But this man has heart. And yeah. he is, and this is how it links to yesterday's story. Because yeah. he's after people like Dexter Morgan was. Yeah. Except that Dexter lured him into a, a, a kill nice, room. A kill room, and Pedro don't give two shits about no kill room. No, he just fucking, and he's eating their hearts. He, his dad's heart bit his dad's heart and, but once and threw it away. Yeah. What gets me is kill your dad without saying a word. Like, I, I, God dang, I'd at least have to say something fucking rude and obnoxious. But it not was. Pedro. Yeah, you know. An unnamed inmate was uh, decapitated with a knife and two other inmates were killed through, uh, through unknown causes. Unsurprisingly, these murders made Pedro less than popular in prison. Okay. Which, I mean, if you think about it, you really don't want to be that popular in prison. You want to be the guy that goes, you know what, just avoid him. Yeah. Following an attack on his life, Pedro killed three unarmed inmates and injured two others. Forty other inmates would be murdered through various means and and, and various reasons. Sorry, I have to itch my foot. Did you just say you had to itch your butt? My foot. One inmate was killed for snoring too loudly and another because he didn't like his face. Hey, look, I've been there. My ex-wife from Canada snored really freaking loud. And it came to, and I'm not even joking, it came to my head a few times. I'm going to hold a pillow over her head till it stops. I believe you. She'd get pissed off because I came out to the couch to sleep. She'd, I don't like it when you do that. Well, you snore like a goddamn asthmatic yak driving through custard. You know, Jesus. Driving through where? Driving through custard. Okay. Although Pedro had been technically sentenced to a total of 126 years in prison, he would have been eligible for release in 2003 due to the Brazilian law prohibiting anyone from spending more than 30 years behind bars. Okay. The law allowing for psychopaths to be held indefinitely had previously been repealed in 1990. 
His 2003 parole was rejected due to the crimes he committed while in prison. Okay. And his sentence was upheld to 400 years. However, there's still that pesky 30-year law. So after serving only 34 years, Pedro was released on September 24th of 2007. See, I was going to ask about that because I knew they had that law. Yeah, well, check this out. Information obtained from the National Security Force indicated he moved to... He didn't Syria, but what? Fortaleza? I can't pronounce it. Fortaleza? Fortaleza? Fortaleza in Syria. Okay. Presumably to live with the girlfriend he met while in prison. While she was serving a a 12-year prison sentence for theft. Okay. She had already been released, and they were anxious to start a life together. Oh, isn't that sweet? Well, see, because they have co-ed. They're all co-ed prisons down there. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, they have usually males on one side and females on the other, but they still commune with each other during the day. That makes sense. It limits, you know, ash rape. Yeah, it kind of does. But there's a sad part to this. You guys ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to rumble? Nobody said shit. That's great. Yeah, because I'm you not a what? huge wrestling fan, but okay. Fuck all y'all. Wow. That's kind of mean. He has a part two to his life. Arrest part two. Okay. Harder. Louder. A little softer. <laughs> a little harder. The Brazilian Pinot Code, which re- uh, revised in you said 2019. Penal. Huh? Yeah, you said I did. Penal. In two, uh, two, uh, 2019, increased the maximum time for imprisonment to 40 years. On September 15th of 2011, local media reported that, Pete, that Pedro was once again arrested at his rural home, where he worked as a caretaker in... Oh, my God. Why? Why? Balanirio Cam- Cambordio? Cambordio? Whatever. He served seven years on charges for starting riots uh, and deprivation of liberties, which were committed while he was in Sao Paulo. Okay. That's stupid. He's already out. Now, that's a dick move. That is like double fucking jeopardy right that's there. That's messed up. You know yeah. what, Brazil? Screw you. That's jacked. Leave this dude alone, man. He didn't do really anything wrong. He killed fucking serial killers and rapists and people who didn't like women. Okay, there was a guy for snoring too much, but I can kind of understand that. You know, and the guy who had an ugly face, I can understand that too. Some people I look at and they just piss me off. But to go rearrest him while he's at his home, just living his life, dick move. Wow. Officially sentenced for 71 murders, but claiming to have killed about 100 he served a total of 42 years in prison before his release in 2018. Of the 71 murders he was convicted of, 47 were those he killed while imprisoned. Wow. <clears throat> Pedro, so, like, more than half. Oh, yeah. Pedro claims his body count exceeds 100, and I happen to believe him. I that. have no doubt believing that. He has created a YouTube channel where he talks about his life and his desire to continue ending the lives of criminals. Did Pedro, you find that YouTube channel? I did not. Oh, that's badass. I got to see that. I support this man. I kind of do, too. And that's really weird for us to say. With corrupt governments and corrupt law enforcement. You got this guy working for you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, because you have to think about it. He's living in a place where you have a corrupt government. They're all paid off by cartels. You're living in a place where they have a corrupt prison system because they pack you in like fucking sardines and starve you. 
Because uh, we ran across that, remember, with yeah, what's his name? When he ate some prisoners. Yeah, down on hell. And then, so you have all that. And I just, yeah, no, dude, no. Because you know a majority of those criminals he killed, I bet you, were cartel members who had fucking privileges. Oh, totally, man. Yeah. So Pedro has been described by some psychiatrists as the perfect psychopath. Mm-hmm. Although others prefer to classify him as a sociopath. Um, we'll get into that Actually, in a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, might be both. A psychological report diagnosed Pedro with paranoid and antisocial traits. Criminologist and writer Lee... Ilana. Thank you. Ilana Ilana Cassoy suggests he was an anger vigilante... Avenger. Avenger? Oh. Avenger vigilante. That works. Type of serial killer with great intelligence. Almost photographic memory who had built the entirety of his personal personal identity around the murder. You know what? I believe that because I've seen some of his tattoos and they tell a story. Oh, I can't wait to see his ink. Yeah. I've got ink and I love ink. Yeah. No, I like this guy. You know what? I'm not faulting this guy one damn yeah. bit. His tattoos remind me of Johnny 13. Sweet. I got to mm-hmm. start doing that except for, you know, like with chicks I sleep with. You don't have enough body space, you fat ass. Oh, ow. <laughs> Oh, that cuts deep, Chet. That cuts deep. Dude, not only did I call you fat, I called you a man whore. <laughs> God damn. It's hot outside, but it just got chilly in here, you twat. <laughs> Ooh, I felt a breeze. On my nuts. <laughs> Couldn't help it. You deserved it. Pedro Filio has been dubbed the real life Dexter. He may have been one of the serial killers who inspired the American TV show Dexter. Which hey, I think he was, been. yeah. As, as those who listen to this Wednesday's episode of Brutal Nation featuring Mark Twitchell and the fans of Dexter, by the way, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Already know the main character, Dexter Morgan, is a forensic technician who specializes in blood spatter analysis. And Moonlights is a vigilante serial killer targeting those he feels escape justice. Yeah. So he's like Superman with knives. <laughs> totally. Totally. Dude needs a cape. Before prison, he deemed himself the judge, jury, and executioner. Within the prison, he was just the executioner of, a, of career criminals. Though some were serial killers, human traffickers, etc., it's tempting to feel as though he was simply taking out the trash, even though we know the, murders, the, the murder is socially and morally wrong. No, I don't know that. I don't know that one goddamn bit. Yeah. Well, it makes you question that. Is it socially immorally? Uh, and and for, for me, morally, honestly, no, but... it isn't. No, it isn't. You want to know why? I'm going to get on my fucking soapbox before reading the rest of this. So many times, child molesters, yeah, rapists, people like that, they serve, what, five, ten years on their first uh, offense oh, and they yeah, get totally. let out? If and that. And then they normally, statistics say, that more than 90% of the time, they yeah. reoffend. Totally. That's yeah, because I mean, because I've told this story before too. When I was being sentenced, I didn't have a criminal record at all, except for freaking traffic violations. Okay, so when I was being sentenced, judge and I'm gonna fucking call him out here, knock the gall, fucking sat there and told me um, when he sentenced me, the sentencing guidelines are between 58 and 60 months, and since you have limited criminal history, I'll give you 59. Ooh, do me a favor. 
Right? Yeah, but but you're a serial killer. Oh, you, don't, you, you know this one. Okay, never mind. No, right before I got sentenced, there was a repeat sex offender who had been in and out of jail and wouldn't stay away from the people he had molested and was in the restitution center, got out on a pass, fucking went to a family reunion where his victims were and got arrested again. And you know what happened? They sent his ass back to the restitution center. Yeah, exactly. It's like bullshit. These people have more rights than anybody bullshit. else. And Pedro's going around picking them off. You know yeah. what? I you know, know what? I, we're going to get more hate mail over this, and I know we will. We will. But let me tell you guys something. It's not a matter of, well, and I hear this a lot, if they reoffend. It's not if, people. It's not if. It's no. when. It's when these sick bastards touch another child. Yeah. Or rape another woman. It's when. It's not if. The numbers don't lie for reoffenders. They don't lie. These people get arrested time and time again for doing the same time crime and when it comes time to sexual again. deviance. Yes. And this guy here is taking out the trash. That's exactly what he is. A garbage man yeah. and good at his job. Yeah. I want to send this man a letter and an, and an award. Like, I'm not even kidding. Love it. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not calling people to arms for vigilanteism. No, no, I'm not either. But you know what? When, like I said, corrupt system, corrupt government, and yeah, no, totally. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I'm all fucking I'm kind of not, but go ahead. Uh, No, I can go on forever. You know me. We we can have 50 episodes just on me being pissed. Yeah, totally. I mean, (laughs) but I'm sure that we still have a bunch of hate mail coming because of how we empathize with Carl Panzram. Hell yeah. But you know what? I don't care. I've been where he is at. Mm-hmm. So. so, then again, it all depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Where That's any true. of the victims uh, convicted of murder in self-defense. Yeah. Uh, where about the drug? What about the drug dealers? Does drug dealing of any variety or type automatically mean you lose the right to live? Okay, yeah. now drug dealers are a different breed, and let me tell you why. You have the shitty ass street dealers who carry their Glock and they're just dicks and you know they're they're just thugs is all they are. Then you have other drug dealers that are high end drug dealers. When I was using, do you know that I never saw my dealer with a gun on him? Yeah, me neither. Not either. once. Not once. I mean, I knew one of my dealers had a gun because I'm not going to say who they were, but yeah. um, but you know, I but never, I never saw it. I never uh, saw my dealer be rude. Right. Um, I never saw him not be friendly. It's not what you see on TV. Right. With the drug dealers. There's different types of drug dealers. You know? And at the end of the day, when it comes to drug dealers, everybody goes, oh, get the drug dealers. They're selling a product. And it's a person's responsibility if they're going to use or not. Right. And usually they're grown-ass fucking adults. And you can't stop them even if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because when I was dealing, because I'll admit I dealt. I was a hustler. Um... I never sold drugs to a minor. And I'm pretty, sure my, I'm pretty sure my dealer never did either. And I'll tell you what, though, because I have a little quick story, is I had a friend who, because I was only 18. I had a friend who was only, like, 16, and he begged me, begged me to sell him some acid. So you know what I did? I cut up a little piece of paper that was bunk shit and sold it to him. <laughs> and he didn't have money, so he gave me his watch that his father had given him. When he came back and he said, I don't think that was worth it, I said, it wasn't, motherfucker. I said, it was bogus shit because I'm not going to sell you any fucking drugs. And here's your watch back. Don't ever pawn this again. <laughs> no shit, huh? You know, so I tried to teach him a lesson. 
But no, I never ever sold to a minor. Yeah, I'm 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 ninety nine point nine nine percent sure my dealer never yeah. sold to minors or, you know, or people that he knew were already totally just fucking strung out and yeah. hawking their stuff. Yeah. You know, no. But then again, I didn't run with people that were hawking all their shit. So yeah, that's true too. But yeah. But yeah, I just I'm I'm liking I like I still like him anyway. Judge Jerry, where are we going? Lose your life. There we go. Next part. Given the majority of uh, Pedro's crimes occurred within the prison and therefore were automatically documented, and that is victimology consisted of drug dealers, gang members, human traffickers, rapists, and other murderers, to whom the public isn't too worked up about them dying, Yeah. by the way. We do believe Pedro's body count is over. Do we believe that his body count's over 100? Fuck yeah. You know, it's probably way more than that. Now, the, here's the real question. If he had spent more time behind bars, how high do you think his body count would be? Um, I think it would be astro-fucking-nomical. I think he would have been well over three, four, five hundred. Yeah. I think that we would still be counting them it, because it, they would be dropping like flies every day. It's kind of like feeding a dog who can't stop themselves. I mean, like my dog free feeds. Oh, um, yeah. Your dog free feeds. See, mine are on a – my dog is – because I only have one now because my other one passed away. But is on a continuous feeder, and my mom has said he doesn't eat very much. I said he'll eat when he's hungry. The food's there. Yeah, that's just like uh, like my dog, you know. But let's say we have a dog that con- that constantly can't stop themselves from overeating. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to go through three times the amount. Oh yeah, you're feeding Pedro rapists and killers. You are giving the him scum his of the earth. life source. <laughs> yeah, he's like, keep them coming. Don't worry about how, how and when they're going to get out because they're not leaving. And, and and hey, and don't worry about the space because yeah. they're not going to be here for long. <laughs> See, you know, a guard passes by. Oh, looks a little crowded in here. Pedro's on. No, not for long. Look, we have five new cells. It's empty. Hold empty. my beer. <laughs> he's up. Hold my beer, senor. <laughs> Hold my cerveza. <laughs> Do you need space? Hold on. Oh, my God. Ten. No. We got five cells. Yeah, Thanks his body that. count would have been phenomenal. <clears throat> Taking the quality of prisoners out of the equation, where do you, where do you house a killer of killers, rapists and robbers and et cetera? <laughs> In the mansion down the street. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on one hand. Sorry. The prisoners, by default, contain those who fit his victimology. Yep. On the other hand, as a human being, he has some rights yep. and we can't deny him while granting them to other serial killers. And that's fact. Yeah. So sol- uh, solitary confinement uh, for, all of, for all of his life is not an option. Although, here in America, it would have been. Uh, yeah, because you have we have seen them spend the rest of their lives in solitary confinement. So, Jesse Pomeroy was one of them back way back in the day, and Charles Manson. Okay, I suppose is a mental hospital the answer. What nope. about other patients who might have confined, uh, who might be confined due to violent crimes as a result of mental instability? They're potential victims too. Yeah, no, and a mental hospital is not the answer because those people um, aren't usually cognizant of what is going on around them. Right. So they really can't defend themselves. Right. Whereas the, these other motherfuckers in prison can. They just can't. <laughs> we, we just did an episode, I think it was on last week, could have been the week before, where the question was raised 
Um, oh no, it was. It was. I'm sorry. It was. A, it was an audio book I was listening to, and I can't remember if I talked to you or Dawn about it. But how do you hold somebody accountable for something right. that a they don't remember, or to the reverse that they don't know is right or wrong? Is right or wrong? Right. Um, I, maybe we did something on that too. I can't remember. So, like, let's say that somebody is mentally retarded, and uh, they kill somebody. That was Charles Anthony Boyd. Yes. Yes. Um, how do you really hold them accountable for that? Right. When they don't know what they did is right. you could tell them that it's wrong a thousand times. Right. Exactly. But if they can't, if they don't have the mental reasoning, the cognitive reasoning to say, "Hey, you know what? What I did was wrong. I set forth to do wrong." Right. And then there was the question of whether he did it. Period. Right. You know. That's a, that's a that's a sticky wicket. It, it's a stick. It's a sticky wicket. <laughs> I heard that in an English movie. Um, or of Barry. or of Scott and women. Um, God, you're so stupid. That's all I have for this. I slay dude. the pussy. <laughs> I like petting the kitty. I don't know whether to, maybe if I can pet the dog, I can pet the kitty too. Wait, yes, you said that to me this week. Yes, yes, I did <laughs> when, it, when it came to coming over to your house. Yeah, because your mom was there. No, it was because you saw a dog walking down the street with a hot broad walking. Oh, in. that's right. I remember that. Maybe if I could pet the dog, I, I can, can pet, pet her kitty. kitty. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> you have anything you want to add to my no. one of my new favorites, Pedro? Dude, and you know what? We are probably going to get hate mail, but you know, as a survivor of sexual and physical abuse, I applaud this man. I like this guy. Yeah. You know, it, he did have one or two where I, the snoring I totally get. Like, if you're stuck with somebody and they snore really loud and you ain't getting no sleep, eventually <laughs> you're, like, going to snap. Like, okay, it happened with me and my ex-wife. Cause, no, that's why I'm laughing. It's because that one time when I spent the night, you know, because you and I have shared the same bed because your bed can fit four people. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> And you got mad at me and left the room at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning because I was talking and snoring. Yeah, because you make no like. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk in your sleep and you have a conversation, that's fine. But don't leave me hanging. And the story was horrible. But like with my ex-wife, like uh, she yeah. she would come down here and she'd spend like two, three, four weeks here at a time, and she would snore so damn loud, and I wouldn't get no sleep. And long about like day four or five, seriously, I was sitting there thinking, I'm gonna seriously have to kill this Canadian bitch. Yeah, like I'm gonna have to murder her because. If I come out to the couch, she's going to complain at me. Yeah. And if I stay here, she's going to complain. And if I wear earplugs to bed, she's going to complain. Totally. Because I wore earplugs to bed. She, Yo, that's mean. You don't have to wear earplugs. Yeah, I do. You're yeah. rocking the house there, grizzly See, bear. And I could never fucking wear earplugs. And I spent the night with my best friend who has a weird snore pattern. She goes like this. And it's like, oh my god, you're gonna drive me nuts. That's awesome. So I have to fall asleep before her. I still want to. And you see better her. hope to God I'm asleep. I want to see her <laughs> inverted nipples. I know you do, and let's stop talking about that. <laughs> Why? I already saw your mom's. And no, you have not. And I don't care what you say. You never. She never put her your hand on her breast. Oh, she did. I have the pictures, and your hand is nowhere near her boob. When you her turned, butt, maybe, but not her. When boob. you were gone, I got a little booty action. I got some booby action. Your mom's hot. I fucking hate you. Your you mom mean does when it. I was incapacitated? We'll go with that. <laughs> in the hospital. And then there was my trips to your house when you were in the hospital. 
I hate you. You thought it not happen. Little loving. Mm. Hot. No. All right. Remember, you can send us some hate mail at Brutal Nation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. <laughs> Check out the website www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. <laughs> Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Just type in at Brutal Nation. We'll pop right up for you. Get the full story and none of my bullshit. That means that you miss out on my great jokes and the stories about the love of my life. Her name is Jan, and Jan. it's Squatch's mom. Yeah, Squatch's mom. I'm getting that picture printed out and putting it up here on my desk of her and I. Mm. I know, I know, I know. She liked my hand on her boob and her butt, by the way. You never fucking touched her boobs. Okay, whatever. Whatever you, whatever you I was there. You didn't see everything, and your mom doesn't want to admit it to you. Yeah, she's going to wait until she's in Arkansas before she tells you some secrets. I hate you. Secrets of love. Hate you. Secrets of passion. Hate you. Secrets of her wearing my cowboy hat. Hate you. I loathe you entirely, as the Grinch says. (laughs) Let's just say she rode a horse to town. She did not. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) This show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And guess what, boys and girls and funky people out there? We'll catch you guys tomorrow for our Freaky Fetish Friday. Oh, spank me, Scotty. I definitely will. Bad girl. Bye-bye. Yeah, totally. Bye.